0: good afternoon everybody we're back Um, we're here for another podcast with another of our brilliant services that we've got going in um, Suffolk around domestic abuse and today um, we're delighted to be joined by Kathy Press from Compassion Um,
1: so hi and welcome hi hello welcome Kathy how are you I'm good thank you yeah I'm all right good
2: good we were just uh, having a conversation prior to this And I was just telling Terry that um, Kathy used to deliver the domestic abuse training to Suffolk County Council for many years. And I always used to sit in awe of watching you and I always used to think you were brilliant at delivering training. So I'm very pleased to have you here. Um, So, Kathy, do you want to start by just um, telling us a little bit about compassion and, you know, what goes on within your service and whom you work with?
1: Yeah, sure. Um, Compassion's been running um, for about 18 years. I think we're just about to tip into our 18th year together. Um, and we started off in the first instance running a support group every week for um, female survivors of domestic and sexual violence. And um, and that very sort of soon um, grew into a befriending service. Um working one-to-one with people whereby they couldn't attend a group for whatever reason Um, and sometimes that might have been in a small rural area because they met their neighbour in the group or they saw their sister-in-law in in the group so we soon realised we had to do a little bit more sort of one-to-one as well and then um, that kind of grew a little further into developing programmes or certainly working with the Freedom Programme which we've run now for about 16 or 17 years consistently every term Um, And we've put on other programmes in terms of a response, you know, to to domestic abuse. Um, The Stronger Families programme, which is for um, mothers and children after domestic abuse. Um, It's also commonly known as the Community Group programme as well. Um, We've also run Who's in Charge, um, which is a programme for parents who um, experience child-to-parent violence and abuse from their children and young people. And also escape the trap which has run in local secondary schools.
2: And um, funny enough, we were we were talking about stronger families today, actually. So um, obviously, when we're delivering our, the training to our champions, we talk about all the all the kind of um, courses that are going on. So yeah. that's great to hear that you're doing that.
1: Yeah. When we can get the funding and when we're in the room with people, it's a lot easier. It's a really tricky programme to run online, um, although I uh-huh. do know one area now in, in London which are, are using it online. So, um, But it is quite tricky to set up. Um, we, we offer support, um, one-to-one support, as well as the befriending and signposting to other services. And we... Um, since well really since lockdown everything that we do sort of transferred online really so we're running um both the who's in charge and the freedom program at the moment online and um we're working with about 31 women at the moment um which is no small feat given that we're quite a small charity and we have one um part-time commissioned member of staff so um it's pretty mad at the moment i have to say Absolutely. Um,
0: it, you you talked to you said you're working with um 31 women. Is your service available to male or um non-binary um survivors, or is it a, is it a female only? No, it's only, not female um, only. Service uh,
1: just as the people that have been referred into the service. Obviously, okay. if you're running a group program for women, it would be tricky to pop a man in there. Well, um, and, and yes, yeah, well, absolutely. <laughs> men don't men don't tend to want to sit in a group full of other people and talk really. about their, yeah. their feelings and things or the impact on them they, yeah. they work in a slightly different way I think we're, we're a little bit more able to set ourselves up in a one-to-one capacity um, for working with males and certainly over the years, many people Brilliant. have said, oh, can't you do a freedom for men? And I've kept people's names. And then eventually I've had three or four and I've tried to put a group together. And it's just not what people wanted. It's just not what the, the male victims have wanted to do. So, um, but we're very happy to support One to One and we're very happy to signpost to other specific services. That's that's
0: great. I think you've um you've covered what I was going to ask as my
1: next question in terms of
0: how you've um coped with that that original lockdown um and how you've adapted your services. So you've said most of it's yeah. gone online. So is there anything else that sort of anything else that stands out around? um the lockdown or or have we sort of covered it i don't, don't wanna... um
1: well we were very very lucky and fortunate to get some covid funding which enabled us to um recruit somebody as a lead program facilitator which meant that they could part of their absolute responsibility would be being that sort of pivotal link person really within our agency in our, within our yep. charity to, to the number of inquiries we get and we have had inquiries from all over the country for the program Um it's been really helpful because obviously we can't meet everybody's needs um, after a program's finished so obviously we've had to work quite hard to find other resources and services for people in their own local areas as well so it takes that mm-hmm. all takes a little bit of time for our volunteers and um, our lead program facilitator mm-hmm. but we have been um able to work with people across suffolk which is really lovely um so further afield yeah. than we would normally be able to if we were running a group just in our area so we've got quite a big cohort locally at the moment but there are also mm-hmm. people from across suffolk which is really nice really lovely for people
0: and can we just can, can we just establish where where you where you are based no, I don't we 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 haven't. That, Yeah so we, we know. we're
1: based in Sudbury um and we sort of yep. work um i suppose uh, the south the south west corner of Suffolk. Mm-hmm. So we work up to a sort of Clare, Stoke by Clare, um up to about Lavenham, right. and then across to Hadley, and then back down into Sudbury. So we're in that sort of small corner bubble really. Um yeah. Brilliant.
2: And have you had um you know with regards to lockdown have things been busier for you or have did things quieten down how where are you at now really yeah
1: well I think things were quite quiet in the first week or two and I thought it was very odd because of course you know I fully expected there to be a complete escalation and I was thinking gosh the phone's really quiet and of course people couldn't use their phones and people couldn't contact and then I was aware Mm -hmm. that there are you know certain services where they have chat chat provision uh, who were getting mm-hmm. lots and lots of um, contacts. So, um, so then it was it was absolutely clear then that this is this is this is the way that we need to carry on our work is to literally make it online and accessible as far as we possibly can. And so, as soon as that was achieved, as soon as we set that up and put dates in place and advertised that, it didn't take very long for uh, referrals to come in at all. And I must get, I must get at least two or three inquiries every day for a program or for our program. Wow. And as I say, sometimes they're from further afield and sometimes they're, they're more local. So um, it, it is proving to be um, a really popular way for people to attend programs. And I have to say, um, since September, um, certainly in child to parent violence inquiries a massive escalation in parents um, inquiring yeah. about services desperate stating that there's yeah. a real escalation in violence and a, a real escalation in in the abuse they've experienced And I think as soon as the kids went back to school they kind of could go and ask for help from somebody you know so um, yeah we were having I think through September um, and through into October I must have I must have been fielding off inquiries from parents all over the place. To be honest, all over the country, um, looking for for some kind of work to do around child to parent violence. Yeah, yeah, that's
0: that's really interesting. And I, and I was aware that there had been a there had been a um, increase, but I still think that that is probably some of the most hidden hidden abuse that goes on. And um, you know, in terms of those barriers for people Absolutely. to come forward, um, it must be must be terribly terribly yeah, difficult. Yeah. So. Um, yeah, great! Great that there is something yeah,
1: out
0: there. Absolutely. It still happens. I mean, so from
2: my in my other role, Kathy, I work still work with um, with victims of domestic abuse, but also I'm working in the court arena, and you're still having that um, parent child you know you're still having sons daughters in you know in the courtrooms um yeah. you know where that abuse continued as they've got older you know yes. so it it is a real it is a real worry isn't it it's definitely yeah. happening and and um you know it's not it's not it's not um reducing um no. you know it's
1: not reducing, it's not going to go away because um, obviously no. it's a lot more complex than just people locked up together and nobody able to mm. get off to school you know, for some people the fact that they couldn't get their kids off to school was a real was a relief because that, that fight they had in the morning to get their kids out of bed and off to school yeah. was the point of contention um, and abuse for a lot of parents but if they don't have to get their kids off to school then suddenly their stress levels reduced but for other yeah. people having their children at home all day and the of control that their children have was a Mm -hmm. was led to greater escalation so some people might have benefited a little at that point of of lockdown but other people it would have escalated hugely and would have been a bit of a shock yeah
2: and it's also it's their children isn't it so you know that's that's a very different um that's a very different story and lots Mm. of parents um that's that's really hard for them to actually ask for help yeah um you know, when it's their children that's actually becoming abusive.
1: Yeah, definitely, definitely. And, you know, you can walk away from a partner eventually, but it's incredibly yep. hard to walk mm. away from a child. And we don't have mm-hmm. services geared oh, up true. to enable you to even have that as an option. You know, we'll 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 no. remove children in, in situations where we think that parents are dangerous to them, but we, we are less likely to intervene when there are parents yeah. who are in danger of their own child. Um, for some reason, we, we, we respond quite differently. And, um, and of mm-hmm. course, it is an incredibly multi-causal, complex dynamic, and um, it, it needs a lot of solid attention before we can get our response right, really, I think, in terms of how we, how we broach parents or how we treat parents whose children are using violence and abuse towards them, yeah.
2: Mm um i we haven't put we haven't um said anything about this but i was just wondering if you could talk a little bit more about the freedom program kathy because mm-hmm. of obviously um you're going to be doing another one aren't you in january is that right yes
1: yes i'm doing an online training Do you mean the the training or the Freedom Programme?
2: Yes, the the training. I'm just thinking if anybody's interested in doing it, because this will go out to our champions, if anyone's interested in doing the training, it would be good for them to know a little bit more about what's involved um, in the the course.
1: Absolutely, yeah. So from the 27th to the 29th of January, I'm running an online training. Um, I'm not going to have a big training. It's going to be a small training. um, And... The, the idea of it is really is that um, there are there are so many things that aren't included really in in the book when it was written. It was obviously written pre-coercive um, control laws. It was written before we understood mm-hmm. stalking and harassment in the way that we do now. And of course, we it alludes to nothing about trauma and traumatic impact and, you know, friend fight flight freeze etc so um Mm -hmm. as a as my day job is as a, a trauma psychotherapist and supervisor so um apart from training and um and so i i think it's really important for me that when i'm delivering a training the people that i'm working with get a really good sense of the impact of, of the abuse and how and why, why victims respond in the way that they do much of the time and I want to be able to cover things like coercive control a little you know touch on it a little bit and also just um, bringing into mind some of the darker tactics of the persuader and, and looking at stalking and harassment and I think it's really important to draw some of the kind of some of the issues we're dealing with today that aren't covered in, in the book. And in the book, of course, Living right. with a Dominator is a fabulous book that accompanies the programme because it, it really explains the dynamic of domestic abuse really clearly. Only, only today I was working with somebody in therapy and I put up, I did a little cycle of abuse and I put down um, how that worked, explained how that worked to the client. And then I showed here a Dominator graphic. And I mm-hmm. said, I, I'm I'm imagining it's just a couple of these that, that apply to you from what you've told me at the moment. And the woman then said, you know, my goodness, I, that's, my, that's mm-hmm. my husband. And so yeah. I know that there's nothing better than that tool in terms of describing the dynamic and the behaviours. But we yeah. can and we do know a lot more these days about the impact of trauma on our, mm-hmm. our, on our victims of sexual violence and domestic abuse. And I think it's really important to be able to skill facilitate us up with a little sense of how to respond to that bit that's the bit that often we have to refer on and we have to do this and you know and that's absolutely fine but but actually there are some really great little self-regulation techniques you can teach people in your groups and ways in which people can um really learn to regulate their emotions um for themselves rather than feeling they've got to go to yet another professional to do that so i'm trying i'm trying in, in a way to sort of put some of that into the into the three-day training yeah brilliant brilliant thank you for
2: that Kathy um so how do we get hold of you um if people are interested or people want to even just are wanting support um do you have a website yes, what's the best one
1: yes Dot ionorg so it's the word compassion, but with a hyphen between the S and the I. And mm-hmm. equally, um, I can be found at Kathy at compass-ion.org as well. Um, so if you wanted to talk to me or if you wanted to reach out in terms of uh, the group or referring somebody to our to our services, um, or if you wanted to inquire about training, um, you can contact me via by the, by my email there. Yeah. Lovely. Thank you for that. Terry, is there
2: anything
0: yeah. else you wanted to ask? No, just just really just to say thank you and thank you for we um I, I don't think we intended to talk necessarily about everything that we've talked about, but I think actually it's really important that we have brought up the child to parent um violence and abuse um because like i said i think mm-hmm. it's a real really hidden and um and, and i don't profess to be any kind of expert in it i think it's hugely misunderstood so the more we can do just to raise yeah. the profile of that i think it's really important so thank you for taking the time to, to talk to us about that as well today because i think um, it's an area that you know claire and i don't we do we, we don't have the time to touch on in our mm-hmm. champions training really um but it is an area which i know um professionals and um practitioners will be coming in yeah. more and more contact with so yeah yeah there's a need for that there's a need for it. so thank you thank you for talking about yeah, that.
2: yeah and thank you Kathy for coming on today and hopefully um sometime soon we might see each other face to face
1: that would be nice mm-hmm. wouldn't it that would be nice <laughs> it's been um, many years.
2: It has been. Um, I, I did see you actually on one of the um, conferences and I did think, oh, you haven't changed. You still look amazing. Um, mm-hmm. uh, so, uh, and hopefully what we'll, what we'll be doing is um, we're going to do this on a regular basis with all the services in Suffolk and hopefully we'll be able to keep in touch um, and, you know, see where things are for you and your service later on down the line. So, um mm-hmm that would be that would be really great to speak to you again so many thanks cathy for today and we wish you all the best and hopefully we'll see you soon
1: lovely thank you terry thanks claire take care Bye-bye. thanks cathy Bye-bye. take
0: care bye, bye.